재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 And we're back. We are discussing these recent media reports of college hazing incidents. It's uh, concerned a lot of people, including parents and incoming students. And we're going to try to take a closer look at what the school administrations and government bodies can do to um, help alleviate this situation. Uh, give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. Professor Yi Chang-hun from Hannam University will be joining us shortly. We have here in the studio Kyunghee University Professor Song Se-ryan. Uh, we were talking in the break, Professor Song, about how, mm-hmm. look, you know, this is something that's different now. People are aware. They don't want to see this happening anymore. Maybe there's a Korean cultural element to it. But you and I had this unique experience of having that Korean cultural element in a U.S. university setting – Mm-hmm. with our various experiences in KSA. Right. But a lot of people think, okay, yeah, these Korean things are crazy. But if you look at the Greek culture, right, or just joining these fraternities or sorties, a lot right. of the times there's some kind of similar disturbing things that happen there occasionally as well, right? Right. Uh, a lot of schools in the U.S., not not all the schools, but they have a Greek letter system uh, with the fraternities for boys and uh, sorority for uh, female students. And their hazing practice sometimes is just outrageous. Right. But um, they they are not really becoming a, a big problem unless that the, the, there is a personal injuries or even uh, even death uh, because the people buy into this culture because of their 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 their, their culture exists uh, so, sort of for reason because of the 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 group culture because of their uh, closeness uh, team building uh, those sure. kind of good. Uh, rationales, that's probably more for the reason for the Korean universities to do it. If you look at the kind of reported cases, you you say that it's increasing, but it's 0.8 cases per year per school, and now it's uh, over one point something. Mm. Uh, even the, even if we take into account that uh, maybe they're more happening than reported cases, it's a small minority. Sure. And among that, if you count something that happens in the the orientation meeting or or the the MTs, probably much mm. smaller. So I don't think it's a widespread problem. Uh, but but then uh, because of the the people's perception as to what is acceptable or not right. has not been really at the right place. Uh, this is a problem to address, but uh, I think people should not forget that the, these uh, meetings or, or good memories uh, from the school mm. has some uh, has a, a lot of positive effect. Right. So I, I don't think that it's something that we should get rid of. Some nuances needs to be involved here. A right. very important point indeed. Now joining us from Hannam University, police science professor Yi Chang-hun. Uh, professor Lee, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for calling you. Uh, Professor Lee, just personally speaking, could you describe how your uh, MT or OT experience was like uh, as a freshman in college? And um, I, I suppose whether you feel that these rituals have changed uh, much over the years? I, I, no, uh, I'm not sure I can remember correctly because it was already three decades ago. <laughs> Chosen Dynasty, <laughs> yeah. as we were saying here yeah. for us, too. But, uh, uh, I remember, you know, definitely I, I participated in a, a first orientation and first MT. Uh, it was uh, 1991. And then at my, the, my MT and my orientation was well organized uh, in terms of educational and uh, informational pr- uh, perspective. You know, student organization, they uh, made up 
uh, you know, programs for the uh, those kind of activities. And then uh, during the the MTN OT, we were informed a lot of different stuff, like you know, student organizations, student activities, and then um, clubs. You know, in South Korean, we call it Dongari. Mm-hmm. And then we were provided with uh, uh, different kind of, uh, you know, the information such as what kind of courses are easy for getting good grades, things like that. Right. But also we we had binge drinking too, you know. Uh, you know, but uh, surprising thing is that you know after about you know 15 and 20 years. Uh, uh, when I was uh, a student and then as, a, as well as a professor in the U.S., you know, after that, when I come to South Korea, I came to the South Korea, and then I, as a professor, I was uh, shocked when I attended to the first orientation in South Korea. Mm. The program was all made up with a kind of a student's dance performance. Mm-hmm. And then there is no such kind of information for, you know, the freshmen, right. and no educational time. You know, they don't just, it seems like, you know, to me, that they don't want you to show themselves mm. instead of, you know, the, the physical performance or, you know, body stuff. They don't want to share their backgrounds, their histories. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of shocked be, uh, due to that. And, you know, compared to my time, you know, about, you know, three, two, you know, 20 years ago, we were uh, uh, kind of guided to share ourselves right. and our backgrounds so that we become to know more each other. Yeah. But, you know, this, this kind of orientation nowadays, you know, they just uh, kind of performing, you know, showing, you know, watching shows, this, things like that. But, you know, I'm, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to generalize based on my personal experiences but you know the current culture is uh, different from department to department. Right, right. So, you no, know, we should be very careful on on generalizing sure. stuff. But you know, we observed the sub- several different you know severe cases. You know, so, but uh, it it's gonna be getting better and better, I think, and because those- of our attention. It's very interesting points you're making here. Another maybe people think is generalization, Professor Lee, is that, okay, this is a Confucian culture. We have this very rigid hierarchy. Uh, if you're Sambe, whatever organization, even in an academic setting, if he tells you to do something, you have to do it or you're going to be ostracized. Do you think that Sambe, Hubei culture makes this hazing thing more violent and disturbing? Definitely, yes. You know, uh, you know, about 30 years ago, Bandura actually suggested that there is a moral disengagement. And it means that, you know, when uh, persons are forced, they do really bad thing without moral, you know, uh, guilty feeling. Mm. Uh, yeah, definitely, you know, that's uh, such kind of hierarchical, strong hierarchical structure between Sombe and Hubei that, uh, you know, uh, is kind of a, a reason why we we see these kind of things happening during the MTNOT. But as I mentioned, it uh, it is different from department to department, university to university. What I'm trying to say here is that, you know, within a department, there is a, a subculture, and then if the subculture is tolerant to uh, sexual, 
behavior or sexual games and binge drinking. Mm. You know, those students in that department will experience that continuously. Right. So we need to change that uh, subculture uh, among the among the, the students in the in a department. You know, my in my department, the, uh, my department is a school uh, a police uh, science department, and then the students are. Uh, motivated to become police officer, which is uh, uh, the the uh, final defense line of the social uh, safety. And so, students, you know, they have really strong hierarchical structure, but we don't have that kind of binge drinking and sexual game, such kind of a, a subculture. We don't allow that because we, uh, you know, student students believe themselves that. They would be a future police officer who right. are depending the the morality. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another interesting point. Uh, those very uh, vast differences, especially uh, in terms of the departments or majors uh, of these various students. Professor Song, uh, you can also pick up on some of the points that Professor Lee made. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing besides the sexual assault problems are, of course, uh, the the drinking issues. And uh, South Korean universities have a reputation of being. Um, notorious for, uh, I guess you can say it oppressive. Some people will say coercive. Again, this is the senior, junior, sambe, hube uh, arrangement. Um, do you feel it is a serious problem? Um, and is forcing others to drink against their will maybe not a legal crime, but is that morally uh, reprehensible? Right. Uh, it, it is not really in a good taste, I guess. Uh, socially acceptable behavior varies, as Professor Lee pointed out, department to department. Uh, in sports-related department, department, probably that is um, something of a strict kind of like a military culture. Uh, culture. But um, in other schools, I, I come these days come from a law school department, and there's not that that kind of coercive nature that mm. much uh, because of a couple of reasons. Uh, students these days take time off so frequently, especially uh, law department because of a, of a bar exam um, period. So it, the hierarchy in, in terms of age is pretty much out of whack. And also there's a very individual culture uh, in the law school depart- environment. So it, it's not really a group culture where... Uh, it's not you, collaborative as much as you're really studying, hitting not the really. books. There, yeah, there's no strongman in, in terms of a seniority. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, going back to one of the larger contexts, Korea is number one in hard liquor uh, in the world. Uh, in alcohol in general, number one in Asia and... Uh, not necessarily a thing to be proud of. No, not at all. And uh, what is more problem- problematic is that uh, society has been more tolerant to the excuses like, oh, I was drunk and I can't remember. And the, even in the legal systems, they uh, treat it as a slap on the wrist if the defense is I was too drunk. Mm. And I, I think that has to change. And I think that the drinking culture has to change. You're drinking a lot uh, could have a different causes and different ramifications. But uh, because we're more sensitive and the standard is higher, I think that more discernment has to be mm. uh, recognized and uh, sometimes educated and talked about uh, in different settings, especially in the school settings, uh, if, first of all, I treat my students as adults. So 
they should know uh, how to behave in certain uh, situations. But I take some exception to freshmen because they come from the very structured school uh, environment and they have become uh, recently kind of full-fledged uh, adults. So I call them the fringe adults. For, for them, I think you've got to recognize that there ha- there is some vulnerability attached to them and have to take more caution and care uh, towards that group. But otherwise, I, I think that uh, yeah. we cannot really dictate them. We can only give them guidance that we think is fit and let them think. Now, Professor Lee, uh, we've seen these reports, the the Busan Tonga University about the, the mixing of the makali and the food and kind of being poured over the students and then the girl who came forward at uh, Seoul National University being uncomfortable with some of the uh, sexually uh, related games. Uh, but th- these seem like very few uh, complaints. Some people feel that a lot of the actual people who find themselves either victimized or uncomfortable are not coming forward is there a is there a culture of sort of repressing sort of being a, being sort of a whistleblower and maybe a fear of ostracization i think y- yes and no uh i think a, a chunk of students who attended that kind of uh, ceremony whatever you call it uh they feel uncomfortable but you know they just accept this is a, a subculture of this department so i'm gonna go with it i think that's uh most of the students they just uh uh, treat them as a, a, a ritual, uh, you know. But some students who are not, uh, you know, you who are sensitive with the sexual uh, harassment issues and then the drinking, forcing to drink the issue, you know, they just uh, come come up forward and then you know the the blow the whistle. And I think the uh, problem is that uh, many students believe that you know those things are not right. But they don't uh, warn or they don't say no because of the the structure and then the cultures and then the within the structure and the culture. If they whistle the blow, they're gonna be uh, ostracized or other things. You know, they they are just afraid. Just the freshman kids. You know, they are afraid of future in the department. So that's what's happening. But more important thing is that. We need to systematically provide some sort of uh, ways to stop or ways to uh, protect uh, the, 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 the students. Mm. You know? That's more important. But the uh, systems cannot be, you know, really like, you know, the, uh, the formal systems. Like, you know, we're going to put uh, some sort of a button on that, yeah. on the you know, orientation, you know, place. Or we're going to uh, operate some sort of, you know, organization receiving the information about those things and they investigate those things. It cannot stop those kind of subculture, you know. The students, we need to facilitate student organization to realize themselves that you know those activities are not acceptable so th- i think that's uh, ne- what's necessary in in the, in the near, near future now professor song obviously in the worst cases there would be a serious injury or even even uh, tragically a death that occurs mm-hmm. from this that would be felt i suppose met with the uh, full brunt of the law in terms of that person who are uh, or group of people who are responsible being um, prosecuted, but uh, for any other violations like that, uh, do you feel that laws or, or, or punitive measures need to be strengthened? I, I think that law is fine as it is. Uh, I might uh, dare to say that, but 
in order to utilize a law, uh, probably the process can be and should be refined. What I mean by it is that if something happens in a school uh, uh, environment, usually there's a rumor and there's a talk amongst the students, but then uh, some are reported to the the school, um, the harassment, sexual harassment prevention center, or to the the professors, and from from there, uh, there has been some tendencies to kind of uh, minimize the impact of that incident, uh, to say that this is going to hurt our school image or the reputation, but not always. But there there might have been some. There have been some tendencies in some of the, the mm-hmm. incidences. I, I think those should be uh, more uh, carefully uh, curtailed or or directed so that if something happens to the students, uh, the whatever is necessary to protect and also uh, provide some relief for the students, everything right. uh, should be available to them. We're already almost out of time. Uh, just a final question for you, Professor Lee. I get the sense from both professors that we shouldn't definitely abolish uh, school clubs or activities like MT and OT. We're talking about our KSA experiences and, and how th- our um, experiences in these various groups or clubs are something we look fondly uh, back uh, as as part of our memories. Uh, but, but you do feel that if greater awareness and better self-policing is done, we can do a large part in solving these problems? Oh yeah, you know definitely. You know, the, as uh, Professor Song mentioned, you know, making law more strict, uh, uh, stricter in you know punishing punishing those kind of activities. That's not going to work. As I mentioned, you know, we need to uh, change the organizational subculture among the students, and then also we need to change that the societies in in terms of uh, uh, the the sex intolerance about the sexual mm. harassment issues. So. Uh, you know, we need to keep that empty and OT because that could be utilized as a useful tool for newcomers, newcoming students. But, you know, the student organization, they need to uh, guide it. Uh, they are needed to be guided uh, to program or construct any kind of uh, uh, the OT uh, plan in terms of you know providing more informa- informative and then more uh, educational for the students and i think that's what uh, what we need to do right now uh for for the for the new new students all right uh, very good professor lee thank you so much for joining us appreciate it thank you so much professor Yi chang from hanam university uh, professor song final thoughts uh I, I think that we have to put this in, in context as we talked about uh the university provides a very a uh, unique experience and unique opportunity for uh, the students to grow and deal with a lot of different issues. Now, this is sexual harassment and hazing. If it goes rise above the 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 kind of a criminal nature, then of course it has to uh, meet the meet the full uh, extent of what the law provides. But um, if it's under that, if it's a situation of uh, causing people kind of a, a bad experiences, uh, I think students have to, as an adult, uh, to learn to deal with this situation. And, and for, the, for the most part, the school organizers have been doing a good job. But there are instances, of course, we hear about. 
So those are something that we need to have a dialogue amongst the students and also with the school and, uh, frankly, society as general because I think mm-hmm. that adults have uh, given confused idea about what is acceptable in drinking and dealing with the uh, different sexes and, and what kind of environment they can uh, uh, institute this kind of extreme hazing or, right. or outrageous games. We're going to have to leave it there. Professor Song, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your insights. Thank you.